Research Conduct and Integrity, The Challenges for the Doctoral Journey. That's the title of our fifth annual conference. This year, the network is invited to beautiful Porto in Portugal. My name is Madeleine Habich and I am part of the Pride Network Association for Professionals in Doctoral Education. Today, I talk to our hosts, João Pedro Peco, Head of the Teaching and Learning Lab at the Faculty of Engineering of the University of Porto, and Anna Cristina Freitas, Teaching and Learning Lab Manager. We talk about their motivations for hosting the conference, their perspective on the conference theme, and what it means to them to be a recent institutional member of our network. So, hello, João and Anna. Hello, nice to see you, Madeleine. Hello, and I'm so glad to be here with you all again. We're also glad to have you here. It's so nice to make a podcast with you and to um, talk to our listeners about the conference that you're hosting for us. We're really looking forward to come to Porto. Your faculty, and that's actually my first question, um, what's the name of your faculty? Because... I'm sure I will not say the right name if I say it. My Portuguese is not very good. Well, in Portuguese, it's Faculdade de Engenharia da Universidade do Porto, which means uh, the Faculty of Engineering of the University of Porto. So um, we are one of the oldest faculties of the university. We are celebrating officially 100 years or so uh, of existence, but in fact, our uh, faculty has origins back to the 18th century, so it's 1700-something. But the campus, it looks quite new to me, actually. Yeah, I, uh, it, even to me. I did my uh, studies in this faculty, but it was in the older buildings, and so I only met these buildings when uh, I arrived uh, for teaching in 2007, so it's, uh, it's also quite new for us. And I think for Anna as well, because she, she didn't work here before. No, I worked previously in the Faculty of Medical uh, of Medicine. So I'm, I've been here since 2014. Yeah, it looks really pretty. I'm looking forward to come, come there very soon and um, spend some time on your campus. Yeah, Madeleine, let me just uh, talk you a bit about the campus, because that's what we are talking about. That is... Um, we have about 40,000 people working on a 15-minute walking distance radius. And this is a really an innovation district of Porto. And we are producing here a lot of science and producing a lot of new ideas. And not only our faculty, there are all those other six to seven faculties just for this university. And then other research institutes, our spin-off and our incubator is also here. So people coming to Porto and to come to the Pride Network Conference will see a thriving uh, environment uh, well uh, inserted in the nature. We have a nice river coming near, walking nearby. There is a new uh, um, walking uh, area where we have a, a garden and, and with the river there. It's really becoming more and more uh, of an interesting area, not only to work, but also to live. It sounds amazing, and especially when we're coming in May now. In um, I'm in Austria, um, so we're freezing a bit 
still it's still winter but we're looking forward uh, to to porto also because of the nice temperatures what can we expect are we going to stay outside maybe definitely uh, may is a, a a bit of a tricky season because sometimes it rains but we hope to have but typically we have nice weather so it's going to be really nice and if people choose to stay a couple of days longer in the week after our conference there will be um the university will stop there will be no classes because this is a what we call queima das fitas and this is a very old tradition where students celebrate their ending of their programs and they um, make a, a, a parade on the tuesday after the conference and it is a magical moment there are two days in the in the year where i really find that we we are able to to create a magical moment and that's one of them where you're going to see about half a million people walking on the streets for the whole day and celebrating the new uh, doctors and masters and and and, the, and celebrating academic life it's a really interesting time it's a really good idea to um, stay over the weekend and a little bit longer after the conference. It's not always that you have the opportunity to see um, such an event. You've invited us, the Pride Network, to come um, to your faculty for our fifth annual conference. What was your motivation? We were so glad you did, but what was your motivation for us to come? First of all, Anna has been the first contact with the Pride Network and she pushed quite a lot on uh, for us to get more involved and um and that's why i went uh, to dubrovnik in 2021 and i found that the pride network is something really special and you have a really interesting environment where people can feel together and they can see themselves as sharing a, a common identity on doctoral education so we've been working with uh, previous executive board of the faculty to uh, enroll into the Pride Network. And it was just natural that we want to show our contribution to the network and that's why we wanted to uh, propose to organize this conference. And fortunately, uh, Lucas did say he wanted as well. So we, I think we, we matched both uh, wills um, from our side, from the side of the network, uh, to show that we we do uh, uh, what we are doing in doctoral education, and obviously it, there is an important thing every time you organize such an event. That is, uh, you have the uh, unique opportunity to bring very high quality speakers, fantastic themes into your house, and sometimes people who have a lot of uh, priorities they realize they have also opportunity to share this knowledge and so we have been working continuously to bring people from our country to bring people that are related that we know work on doctoral education to the conference and we hope to have a, a nice and merry group where we can talk about research integrity research assessment it's going to be promising yeah that sounds very good and it's really an opportunity to spend two days on this subject, talking to people who have the same interests. This is all, always very, very special. And I think this year we have a lot of great speakers from really around the world, even one of them coming from the US to Porto. So it's a fantastic program we're offering. And the theme was is also really interesting, particularly 
we start talking about this about a year ago when we were in Prague. What is interesting is since then how much things evolved. And one of the hot topics of the moment is this chat GPT, this this chatbot. And everybody's like, this is unstoppable. But what about this? And what about that? And one of the things that is quite of concern and many universities we are in contact with are doing is to forbid this tool because you never know who is writing what and who's actually the author and what what is our roles as universities and faculties to let's say govern the integrity of research and so i think more and more we're going to have to know how to deal with these tools to embrace them in the process and not to forbid them that's probably not the best approach at least from my point of view it looks very strange i think the theme of the of the conference even though so many of things have happened since it's completely up to date and it's really pertinent at the moment so we want people to work but we want them to be also uh, integral and to be ethical about what they are doing and research is the path to the future we should have a good starting point Yes, that's right. Um, mentioning the chat GPT, it's, it's really true. It's something discussed everywhere around the world at the moment. I read about uh, people, students and also pupils already using that. Just the young generation, they are not afraid of using it. And I think everybody's curious and it's uh, really a topic that uh, should be discussed. So we're on the point with the um, topic of research integrity this year with the conference. You're right. Very interesting. Did you have a look at the program already? Is there something that you're most interested uh, to see? A very specific th topic that is better than the other ones. They are all very relevant. And that's, uh, I think, always the richness in these kind of conferences. I'm very keen also on hearing not only about integrity, to, to hear about research assessment. We have more and more the peer pressure to publish, the peer pressure to produce results, KPIs. Everybody's talking about how to sell themselves. And very often people don't have the time to reflect how we are doing this. And what is the price we are paying in terms of mental health, for example, for our doctorates because um, this is one of the concerns we have here at the faculty is we are putting so much pressure on people people feel isolated and they they don't know exactly where to go and I think we need to create a framework where people feel comfortable to evolve to produce and they know how they will be evaluated how they will be assessed and how these can contribute to their development as professionals, but also as people. Anna, what is interesting you the most? What is the part of the program that you're looking most forward to? I think our researchers will be very focused on uh, integrity and how they could develop also an integrity culture. And particularly for our supervisors, I feel that they are don't know yet the skills that they need to encourage and enhance integrity in their PhD candidates. So I think this is a great opportunity to discuss this, these issues here in the Faculty of Engineering. 
Anna, you've been a part of the Pride Network quite for a long time. And last year, you made the shift to an organizational membership of Pride. What was uh, the reason for that? What made you do the shift? Well, I think this is a very exciting and pivotal time to be a part of this, what we call a silent revolution in doctoral education. At first, we wanted to get to know people and get to know the ideas and see how we could here in the Faculty of Engineering develop this area. We don't have a doctoral school yet, but we started developing several initiatives that we thought that could contribute to further our ambitions in delivering research or development. We really wanted to enhance the research culture here in the faculty. And now we feel very comfortable with our role Uh, which is to develop the doctoral education strategy here in the Faculty of Engineering. So we feel that we couldn't do this alone. We wanted to be in a, in a network where people helped us and where we could share our ideas, our problems that all are common, of course. And we also were looking for support. But most of all, we were looking to... Um, share common knowledges and problems. And we thought that Pride would be the most appropriate network to do this. So we kind of proposed this for our dean, and he, he accepted. So we were very, very excited about this. May I, may I add, um, that is, I think, one of the relevant uh, key issues about becoming an institutional member is in particular for our case we are the teaching and learning lab at the faculty of engineering so we have a kind of a, a small budget where we can handle this stuff and 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 this gives you more visibility to the network and once and also give us more empower us to give more to create more change because as an individual you always have a capacity of influence but as an institution and if you are representing an institution your influence scope it's much larger and and i think that was our idea unfortunately our executive board the dean accepted our idea very easily and he realized what is the potential behind this connection and i think um we are looking forward for a nice future together so that's um quite a good uh, statement for ending our podcast today is there something you would like to add to um, put here yeah We have a very interesting program for the week of the first week of May. Uh, join us at the Pride Network annual conference because you will not regret it. It's going to be very interesting to, to see not only uh, the worldwide and renowned speakers we're going to have with us, but also to enjoy the city of Porto, which is one of the loveliest cities here in the corner of uh, near the Atlantic Ocean. We, will, we are here looking to wel welcome you. Yes, and this is also an opportunity for you to meet Porto and Portugal. Porto is a very bohemian city, and we are here and will feel very welcome, I'm sure. Thank you. We're really looking forward to come to Porto. It's the Pride training on the 2nd and 3rd of May, and the Pride conference on the 4th and 5th of May. And we're really looking forward to coming to Porto. Thank you, João, and thank you, Anna for taking part in this podcast. Thank you very much for letting us talk.
Thank you, Madeleine. And thank you, Pride Network. The Pride Podcast.